Welcome back to How It's Really Going with Shana Rucker. You are getting me early on a Sunday morning. So if my voice seems a little different, that might be why. And for those watching on YouTube, yep, I have not brushed my hair and I don't have any makeup on and I am still drinking my morning coffee. It's 8.23 on Sunday morning, but I really felt fired up and I really wanted to record this podcast and this episode here for the YouTube while I was really feeling the feelings because I just really felt it necessary to get this off my chest. Now, I will say that I did do a podcast or the last episode I think I did was about how I wasn't going to be so much talking about the ethical marketing stuff. And I was going to move back to regular programming. And that is still true. However, this topic is super important. It does relate to the ethical marketing, but not in the way that you might think. And, and this is why I wanted to do this podcast episode, because as I mentioned in the last episode, that when it comes to doing your research on ethical marketing, you are going to come across a lot of accounts, Instagram accounts, YouTube accounts, uh, different social media accounts and things where there are people who are advocating for ethical online marketing, which I think is amazing. And I think we absolutely need that. We need people who are um, have a have a, a deep interest in keeping this industry, uh, you know, in 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 good standards and ethical. And those coaches and new new coaches and those coaches who have been in the industry that may not know better, um, they need to find that information. They need to be exposed to that information so that they can learn, educate themselves, and do better. And I truly believe that. I'm that's the whole reason I started talking about ethics and marketing. But there is a but, (laughs) and this is why I'm fired up today, is some of the accounts, and I'm not going to name any names, but some of the accounts that I have been following, and and I have mentioned this, that some of them definitely have their own agenda when it comes to showing up online and sharing the ethical marketing stuff, because I do feel like it is a trending topic. Uh, And so there are people who I feel when I'm looking at their content, it feels like they're jumping on a bandwagon kind of thing, thing, so to speak. And like, again, I'm not going to name any accounts, but then there are some who are also, you know, they're, here's the thing. They're really great at educating on the things that are going, that things that are going sideways in the industry, but this is where it's starting to really piss me off. And this is what I want to talk about is the fact that they are flat out shaming and in a a not very nice way calling out these coaches who are doing or practicing these unethical practices. And here's what I want to say about that. As a coach who has was introduced to the industry back in 2015, 16, when I first started noticing people coming online and coaching, you know, what they knew, what their skill sets were, there wasn't any real education. There wasn't really anything that taught you. There was a couple, I mean, at the time, I remember uh, Amy Porterfield had like a build your own online course program. Uh, There were very few coaches that I remember back in that time who were actually teaching how to build an online business through your skill sets. Um, Dean Graziosi was somebody who I know he, I don't know if it was his him who coined it, the knowledge industry about being able to sell what you know to other people to help fast track and all that kind of stuff. And that was what we knew. 
like as a new coach coming into the industry, that was what we knew. And that's what we thought was okay. And that was what we were being told we should do. And we didn't know better. Right. And so what I'm seeing in this unethical on, in these people who are creating these accounts and talking about unethical marketing practices who are very qualified to be talking about this stuff. Absolutely. They are, it's like almost like they're angry at the coaches who are coming into the space, doing some of these unethical practices and they're calling them out in ways they're calling them scammers. And they're calling them, you know, they're just like, they're they're They are knowingly doing these things. And I agree. There are some coaches out there who are knowingly doing these things and scamming people. But I would say majority of the coaches who are coming into the online space aren't knowingly scamming people. They are doing what they have been taught by the people before them. They're doing what they have been taught by some of these big names, like the Amy Porterfields, the Dean Graziosis. You know, they are, they're doing those things because they think that's what they're supposed to do. And I'm pissed off because I'm, I'm absolutely one of those people. I'm just doing, I just did what I was taught to do by people who I thought were authorities in the industry. You know, a um, couple of things that they talked about. So uh, one of the masterminds I did uh, in my time, one of the, the couple that I've learned from were Chris and Lori Harder, who I love. I think they're great. Chris and Lori are both incredible business people. Um, they've done, they've been very successful in multiple online businesses. Uh, to me, they have they have every right to be doing what they're doing and sharing their uh, knowledge with people because they have proven themselves in the industry. And I'm not I'm I'm gonna say it in one of the trainings that I was in, they talked about buying followers and and that that was a way to when you increase your numbers, there is a uh, what do you call it? It's like an unconscious, you know, people seeing those high numbers on your account that that shows that you're an authority. That was something that they actually told us that that they have done and that that would be a legitimate way to help validate your uh, expertise. Now, this was way back in 2000, I think it was 2018 or 19. And now that's not way back, but it feels way back. And sure, what I that to me is a total unethical practice. I would never do that. They but they were basically um, what they would say is they were, you know, taking back the curtain of, of behind their business and behind businesses in general and what people were doing in order to grow their authority, in order to grow their that that trust factor in their businesses. And some of the things that they shared were definitely unethical. I'm not saying that they did those things. I'm saying that these were things that they were saying that people were doing. And if we wanted to be relevant, we we needed to consider some of these things as basically what they were doing. They were pulling back the curtain behind businesses and talking about some of these things, like talking about best-selling books, how to get them in the top 10 on all of these lists and all this kind of stuff. When you are a new coach or you are new to the online coaching space and you have authoritative people telling you these things, you think it's okay as somebody who, and so one of the other things, um, one of these ethical accounts talking about unethical marketing, one of the things she also brought to light was these Yahoo PR articles, like different kind of PR articles that you can purchase. And I've done one of those. I was a, um, I had Yahoo reached out to me. So Yahoo did reach out to me and say, Hey, we think you'd be great for this article. 
it's about the top 10 coaches in a certain space. And we've looked at your account and we would like to offer you one of the spots. Okay. Like when you're a new coach or a newer coach and you've been doing your business and then someone reaches out to you and asks you this, you're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. I would totally love to be a part of this. Of course, it makes good sense for business too, right? Because you're like, oh, I'm going to be a top 10 coach, right? So, and then in the, in the conversation behind the scenes, as the Yahoo people were reaching out to me, I was asking them questions and I'm like, what is my part? What's involved? How much is it going to cost? Right? Because I'm not stupid. Um, I know that there's probably, there, there's something in it for them. And it was like 300 bucks. And she said, it's like 300 bucks, but that is because we edit your article. So we have to pay our people to edit your portion of this article. And so uh, of course, to me, especially at the time, I was only a couple years into my business. It totally made sense for me to do that. I was super thrilled to have that, um, to be able to have the article, to be a part of that, to be able to show it on my social media. Now, I didn't know any different. I didn't know that that was wrong. I didn't know that that was unethical, you know, whatever. And this person's account who was calling this out was like calling these people scammers and scamming these things. And, and, and I get it. It may not be the best thing for people to do now that we're all getting smarter and we're all educating ourselves. And we know that people pay to be in Forbes. We know that people pay to be in top 10 lists. We know that people pay for followers and all of those things to help build their credibility. But when everyone's doing it, and you're newer into the industry, you don't know that that's wrong. You just think it's part of what you're supposed to be doing. And the problem I have with this person who's calling this out is that she is treating everyone in her content like we are maliciously, purposefully scamming people by taking part in these things. And that is not the case. And it pisses me off because there are coaches who are coming in, who are seeing this kind of content, who are trying to do their best learning about ethics and marketing so that they can make changes in their business and be better. But then they see content like that and then it makes them feel shameful. It makes them feel wrong. It makes them feel embarrassed. It makes them feel like they don't want to actually work their business. And I'm sorry, but there are legitimate people who have legitimate skills who maybe didn't go to Harvard business school, but yet they have built multiple successful businesses on their own and are self-taught and they have what it takes and they have the experience and they have what they need in order to be able to build a coaching business and teach somebody else about business. And I don't, like in my opinion, I believe that you can be self-taught because we had this conversation on the podcast with Lori Turner. Lori Turner is a social media guru. She has helped incredible people on the on the online space, big name people, really increase their presence on social media. And she is completely self-taught when it comes to Instagram, when it comes to Facebook, when it comes to algorithms, when it comes to Pinterest, when it comes to all of these things. She has spent hours upon hours upon hours teaching herself these platforms she didn't go to school for it. She doesn't have a certificate that says she's a social media guru from a college or a thing, but she absolutely has the right to share her knowledge in the coaching space as a social media coach, because she has the proof. She has the hours invested. She has, she, she knows what she's talking about. And there are lots of other coaches out there like her and to, to be classifying everybody into one bucket in the online coaching space 
to me is actually hurting the industry just as much as the people who are doing these unethical practices that know they're doing them. Like, I think we have to be a little bit more open to the fact that this industry is new. People are coming in at incredible speeds. There is a lot of success that is happening in this industry for sure. It is, it's the, like, I know that this industry is into the billions of dollars, probably even per day. I don't know the official numbers way back when, when I talked to Dean Graziosi, who did know the numbers, I think he said Forbes was saying that this was something like by 2025, the knowledge industry would be going up to a billion dollars a day in revenue. And it is a fast growing industry, but we can't sit there and call every coach who's doing things unethically scammers and manipulators because they don't know they're doing it. They don't know any better. They've been taught by these big time coaches and I get it. It doesn't make it right, but they've been taught by these people and they think it's okay because these people are well-known. They're well-liked. They're successful. They're doing big things. They're associated with other big names and we all think it's okay. It doesn't make it right, but it also doesn't make it right for you to call them out and call them scammers and manipulators. Sure. Some of them absolutely are, but not everyone. And so I feel like there's this Right now, there's this like big sort of space in the coaching industry where there's the people who are, you know, doing their thing. They don't realize that they're doing unethical practices. And then there's the people who are up up here who are calling everybody scammers and doing these things like, yeah, I get it in the coaching industry. There are different levels of people. There are people who are new and don't know. There are people who are been in the industry for a long time and don't know and think they're doing everything right. And yeah, there are the fucking scammers. I get it. But you can't classify us all in the same bucket. And I and and I see them. It's almost like they're angry at at the industry and and they they I don't know what their mission is besides I mean educating for sure but if they're trying to shut it down it, it, this has grown too far too fast I don't think that that's going to get shut down but we definitely need to be better we definitely need to be educating ourselves and be better I really wanted to get this out there because I am seeing kind of two sides to this. And, and it's one side is, yeah, we need to be better. We need to educate. We need to do things in a more ethical way, honest way. You know, consumers are getting smarter. They are not being duped by the smoke and mirrors and just looking at numbers and flashy pictures and all that kind of stuff. They know, they know they're doing their due diligence and they should be asking questions, looking for results, getting proper testimonials, asking for credentials, all of those things. Consumers are getting smarter. And so we do need to be better. That's what I'm saying. We do need to be better. We need to be better for ourselves and we need to be better for our clients, right? We're not in this to price gouge. We're not in this to take advantage of people. We're in this because we truly want to help people. And, and I get it. You know, there are people out there who just, they, they don't know better and they're trying to learn and we need people educating. Absolutely. But we don't need them shaming and making coaches feel horrible for doing practices that they didn't know were wrong. Like we can educate in a way that isn't mean basically. And I think that is, that's, that's the other side of it is that there are people who are seeing this as an opportunity to stand out and and grow their own business by 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 taking this angle of this like extreme sort of view and i think that there's actually a middle ground here that we can come to where we can talk about these things we can educate people and come from a place of 
maybe they don't know. And let's educate them in a way that is going to help them understand, but not make them feel like garbage. And that's, that's my point. So I really wanted to share that because I just, you know, it just is, it's unfortunate that it has to be so extreme. And I think that there is a way that we can, you know, be ethical, but also be, be coaches who maybe, you know, are just, like I say, self-taught who are really good at what we do, who have skill sets. There are things that, you know, like as a business coach, I didn't go to business school. I went to graphic design school. Sure. I learned about marketing. I learned about advertising and I learned about some of those things, but I didn't go to a business program to learn about, I don't know, whatever they teach in business stuff. I built two businesses, two six-figure businesses myself, learning from other people, learning from my own experience. And I'm constantly evolving and growing, but I feel I am qualified to help online entrepreneurs because I do have natural skill sets. I am tech savvy. I do understand online marketing. I did self-study social media. I've worked with a lot of amazing people and learned from them. And just because I didn't go to school for it doesn't mean that I'm not qualified for it. And I think that there is some so many gray areas in this space of unethical businesses. There's definitely some hard lines, 100% but there are also some gray areas and shaming people for taking part in unethical practices when they don't realize or know that they're doing it is really unfortunate. And it's going to take a lot of really good people out of the industry. And that makes me sad. So I wanted to share this episode for this very reason, so that if you are somebody who is doing your education, you're doing your due diligence, you're learning about ethical marketing, and you come across some of these accounts where they are literally shaming and and being mean and bad-talking people like yourself because you didn't know any better, but they're trying to highlight these unethical practices through that kind of mean speak, don't, don't take it personally, okay? Because I... I, I was reading some of these things and I felt attacked, literally felt attacked. And it's made, it's what made me want to do this episode because I don't think that that is, I also don't think that is the right answer to fixing this unethical marketing problem in the industry. So I just wanted to make sure that I got this out because it was literally eating at me. <laughs> I saw this person's post and I was just like, you can't, you can't, you can bring these things to light. Absolutely. But you cannot say that every single person who is engaged in those actions is, is, is malicious and purposefully trying to scam people. They, they, they honestly don't know the difference. They don't know that paying to be a part of Yahoo is wrong. They don't know that they think it's okay because everybody else is doing it. So let's be a little more understanding and empathetic for the coaches who are coming in, who are just not aware. And maybe they're not even new. Maybe they've been in the industry for a while and just aren't aware. I've been in the industry since 2016. And I'm just learning about some of these things that I've been practicing that I didn't know were unethical. So I think we just need to have more empathy and a little bit more like, just let's like, let's just be nicer. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm going to stop talking now. Thank you guys so much for joining me on this early Sunday morning. It was my no makeup and um, I still have my pajamas on even, and I still have my coffee. Um, so thank you guys for joining me and let me know your thoughts on this. I'd love to hear from you. 
Um, as you've been on this journey with me, let me know whether in the comments on YouTube or you're welcome to DM me on Instagram at Shana Recker at I am Shana Recker is where you can find me. And I would love to hear your thoughts on all of this stuff, whether you're somebody who believes what I'm saying or is with me or whether you're not either way, I'm happy to have the conversation. So, um, that's just my two cents. That's how it's really going. And I appreciate you guys so much. We will talk to you soon until next time. Bye for now.